can hear you. Great. So, Jesse, what's been going on with you these days, first of all, while I get my camera fixed? <laughs> uh, gosh, it's been a, it's been a busy uh, spring for me. Uh, mostly local chasing for uh, the most part this year. I've been talking quite a bit about how I've done more Illinois chasing than ever. Um, out of 15 chases this year, 13 have been in state, which is pretty uh, unusual for me. I've had, I've had a few reasons to go west farther, you know, into the Great Plains, but um, I think the one high risk day I ran out of data, so I was not going to go risk it. And then uh, I just really haven't had many, like, hey, let's go check this out in Kansas kind of days. So it's been kind of disappointing there. But in the same sense, I've saved a lot of fuel by not chasing the Great Plains. So, and I can't complain. I, I'm having a blast. Uh, it's been just awesome. And I'm looking forward to chasing probably later tonight. And also, again, uh, we're watching tomorrow pretty closely. So, uh we will be uh, we will be out and about and live and and hopefully getting some probe footage and uh, some probe data from inside a wedge somewhere within Illinois again. So right. So we'll I think uh, since the last time you were on the show, uh, you had a successful probe deployment uh, with the 360 cam uh, that got some pretty uh, spectacular footage. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, uh, Connor. Uh, the, the, the what is Connor's last name? Connor Healy. Haha, <laughs> I kid. Connor and um, Eric Brown, his buddy, uh, they went chasing for a week in May. Uh, it was a week that I just could not get away from work. We were just absolutely slammed. And uh, it was one of our, our biggest goals was to get a 360 degree camera inside a tornado. Uh, this allows complete interactive uh, features for the viewer. So you can look anywhere you want while the tornado, uh, you know, basically overtakes our probe. And uh, Connor was able to do that in Chapman, Kansas with uh, Eric. Uh, they successfully deployed in an EF4 tornado. We were hoping to go for something a little lighter, you know, kind of test the water, see if this thing actually works. But uh, no, Connor just went all out. He threw it on the uh, the interstate and uh, threw it right on, uh, I think, I-70 there and uh, Alan Chapman, and that's where it overtook it, and it's just just one heck of a video. Uh, it went pretty viral there. Uh, a lot of news media agencies had a tr had trouble working with it because you know it's interactive footage. So how do you really put that on TV? Uh, so, but some were able to put on like a, a screenshot or, or kind of a, a small clip, basically just looking one direction. But either way, it was uh, it was a really proud moment for us. Uh, I know a lot of people were trying to get that footage, and we kind of came in quietly about it. Uh, we weren't really bragging or, or saying, hey, we're trying to do this, you know, publicly, but we were definitely gung-ho uh, internally. And uh, thank God they made it happen. I, I couldn't be more proud, you know. People are like, well, aren't you, shouldn't you be mad it wasn't you that actually deployed it? I, hey, I just, wanted, I just wanted the organization to do it. And I'm beyond proud that Connor was out there and made it happen for us. You know, I, it could have been anyone that, that made it happen. I don't care if it's me or, or whomever, you know. Uh, we're, we're, we're a shared team, we're a group, and we're, and we're going out for this. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. And uh, that was, we're kind of hoping to get now the 4K resolution video uh, from, from 360 uh, Interactive uh, Video Works. I would, may, I would say who we're using, but um, 
apparently uh, they don't give out sponsors. So, uh, but now they're giving out sponsors to our competitors, if you will. And uh, so I'm not exactly thrilled with them. But uh, we do use a 360 degree camera from a very popular camera company that you've probably heard of before. So, so that's what I was going to ask you is now since that deployment happened, how has the has the probe changed at all, or have you added things to it? How has it changed since then, and to what you're working with now? Yes, we we added a data pack actually uh, to our device. Give me one quick second here, and I'll show you. I just so happen to have it right here. Oh boy, where did I go? I know. Yes, I know you. Did I lose the video feed? Nope, still got it. All right. So here's our probe, as you can see. Uh, the original probe design did not have uh, the collar and screw bolts. That's for a dome that we uh, applied to try to help keep the rain off the lens. But uh, we tested it out in Texas. We may not go with the dome anymore. Uh, but the part we did add was this. And this is a... Uh, a data pack and it collects temperature, humidity, and pressure at 10 times a second. Uh, this was created by Robert Hoff and his team, and they uh, allowed us to put this on our probe. Uh, it looks uh, pretty rough, kind of. We have the, uh, the zip tie system going on it right now, but uh, we are redesigning this whole thing uh, for hopefully another build, maybe by fall or, or next spring. But basically, that's the only thing we've added since then was our data pack, and we want to hopefully get the data in uh, and try to get the try to get some some useful information out of there. And with that uh, with that information out, we want to then apply an ultrasonic anemometer, uh, which is something that we hope will uh, will be able to sustain a violent tornado versus something more weaker. You know, I don't think if we have a, a standard anemometer in like the Chapman, Kansas tornado, I don't know that it would have survived. A lot of times you see like the TIV, uh, they've had the same anemometers. I mean, these things are like two grand, you know, they're not cheap. And uh, they survived like 180 or so, and then they, they kind of dissipate. So, or well, not dissipate, but <laughs> they disappear and they're just gone. So, uh, you know, we're kind of hoping with the ultrasonic mode, there's no moving parts, there's nothing to worry about. It's uh, in theory, uh, more accurate. Um, so hopefully we'll get that installed, and that's about $3,000. So that's not cheap, but that's our next goal for the next build for sure. And uh, hopefully we can then get surface wind data and, and you know very accurate quality, which would be just awesome to throw into the research realm and try to help understand tornadoes a little bit better. So, so then in addition to the probe, of course, you're regularly live streaming your chases. And I know you've done some work in the last couple of years to kind of upgrade that. And, of course, the technology involved with that has changed a lot, too. And, of course, I, we can kind of see in the frame your, some of your setup there. Uh, why don't you walk us through a little bit of how your, how your live streaming is, works these days? All right. Well, live streaming is basically done from our camera mount rig here. This is a Gripper Pro XL. I believe you can buy this from filmtools.com. I have no endorsement with them. But uh, <laughs> it's a suction cup mount, a really heavy-duty one. It's about six inches. And this thing is just, you know, rock solid. It never, it's never fallen down or anything like that. Um, and that holds two cameras currently. 
as you can see. Uh, the one that we use for live streaming is our Sony Handycam. Uh, this is a 1080p camera. Uh, nothing too fancy with it, it's pretty basic, it's just 1080. Um, but we do have uh, this Teradec video device, and that's what we're using to uh, connect our camcorder to our to our internet, and that sends our our live feed to our broker, and then he sends it out to us, and and he does what he's got to do with it. Um, so, and the really cool thing about using this Teradec video. This is something I learned about from Brandon Sullivan and some other chasers that are using this device nowadays. Give me one second, I'll eventually take it off. Uh, quick release. It wasn't so quick there, but quick release uh, latches, or camera mounts, I should say, are, are pretty cool. Uh, so this is a Teradek, and this allows me to be basically wireless. So I can you know, live stream out this way by holding the camera. Uh, the viewer can see what's going on. And then uh, obviously when we're driving, we just leave it here and you see what's going on in front of us. Uh, it would be cool to add some, some more cameras, say like one from behind or one on my, over my left shoulder, because a lot of times we're in the Southeast, you know, we're to the Southeast of a supercell. And this is not your, your point of view that you want to see. You want to see what's going on behind my shoulder because that's where our tornado action would be. Uh, so we're trying to figure out how to do some things with that. But right now I like this because I can just set it up on a tripod, set it down, you can watch what's going on. And then the, you know, the same time I'm grabbing this other camera, uh, which is our Panasonic Lumex. Uh, and it's a 4K camera, which I really like. Uh, has a microphone on top with an actual sock for a windsock. <laughs> yeah, this is my actual footwear. Um, do you find that works better? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I, I got I wear size thirteen shoes, man. So I got some big, you know, some big honkers <laughs> to cover up. But I think it kind of works out, and uh, you know, I don't. You you guys can watch the quality. You know, it's funny because I record everything in four K, right? I don't have a four K TV. I don't have a four K monitor. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen my own footage in four K. <laughs> so you're gonna have to tell me if you if you have access how it looks and how it sounds because. I just don't have the, I spend all my money in the camera and not in the actual thing to watch it with. Yeah. <laughs> <So. laughs> well, I plan to upgrade my laptop uh, this next month to a big, big Lenovo Y720 4K model. And uh, I'm just waiting for them to release this, the, the thing and then I'm going to snatch it right up. It's not too bad of a price and really good specs on video card and all that. So. Uh, editing with 4K is kind of difficult when you can't watch in 4K, let alone render in 4K, and you're doing a lot of this. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's time to get that part upgraded, unfortunately. But man, it's, it's I kind of I kind of enjoy bragging about how I can't watch my own 4K footage. So, so and obviously with like I've we've worked with 4K a bit ourselves, and the you know the, mm -hmm. the difference in the file size is also very noticeable. How do you manage that if you're shooting? you know, with a 4K camera as one of your primary cameras, how do you manage all of that footage after the fact and then storing it and, and so forth? Yeah, storing it is a, a chore, definitely. Uh, it takes a large amount of files, uh, you know, a, lar a large amount of space is used up on laptop and like that. So what I try to do, I only have a 256 gig uh, SSD on this current laptop. I'm going to go to a, a one ter terabyte, but... Regardless, that fills up just as quick as you know we're talking about these. These files are huge, and um, 
so editing is a, a little bit of a chore because you obviously have to upload from your SD card to your laptop. So that takes a few minutes, but the real, the real process is the, the rendering of the video. Um, and because the files are so large, there's just so much information to have to process that, you know, it takes an hour and a half to, to watch a little 10 second clip. So you're kind of guessing sometimes too. Uh, but what we do for storage is, um, right now we're using a Google Drive account. Uh, and I have, I think, uh, how much was I up to? 750 gigabytes of footage <laughs> from last year. I've had this, yeah, I've had this thing a year now. So you, 750 gigabytes of footage of chasing within a year is what this is uh, absorbed. And I don't chase everything. I'm not a heavy, heavy chaser, you know, like these guys out in Oklahoma. So, uh, yeah, it racks up quick. They are huge files. Uh, and that's the only way I'm going to make it is to use Google Drive. And also we do have a, a terabyte SSD, or not an SSD, but, a, you know, a, a backup drive, if you will, here at, at Hopson. And we keep everything there, but that thing's going to be done in no time. And, you know, I started adding Tammy's files on top of my files, and it's like, oh, good Lord. So, yeah, media takes up a lot of space, especially the 4K stuff. I was really surprised. And I know the newer model of this, I think Brandon Sullivan has the newer Panasonic. I think he was saying it's like a gigabyte a minute. So you can wow. kind of do the math on quick that rule. <laughs> So, so then, yeah. uh, after, so you talked a little bit about what, how your season has been, uh, have mm -hmm. you had any real highlights this season or things that you're hoping to maybe achieve yet this season? Uh, yeah, I'd like to see a fully condensed funnel, uh, <laughs> instead of something that's not, you know, there, uh, you know, Illinois had done pretty good up until February 28th. It might have been something in March. Shoot, I can't recall. But I think February 28th was like the last photogenic tornado we really had out here. I had some land spouts and gridley that kept dancing in front of me and cutting me off, which was frustrating. But it was kind of cool at the same time, you know. And that, I was like in Jeff Petrowski mode. I was like, tornado! You know, but it really was just a land spout. But uh, it, was, it was kind of fun. Um, highlights? Gosh. I don't know. I think the highlights just how much I haven't had to chase outside of Illinois, Iowa, or Michigan. Like I've chased three states. How weird is that? Mm -hmm. So I haven't even gone into Wisconsin yet. I don't believe. Yeah, there's nothing up there anyway. So yeah, they only had like the longest tornado in history this year up there. Did anybody know about that? No, I don't. Or not? Well, that. not history. I'm sorry, not history. Wisconsin state history. Okay. Yeah, no, this is this is not we're not going beyond the uh, tri-state here, but apparently uh, the tornado, uh, I believe in March that it hit northern Wisconsin was on the ground for two and a half hours or something like that. Hmm. Uh, so they announced the longest track tornado for Wisconsin history. So yeah, that's. It didn't uh, do much. I think they're like Taylor Park or something, but yeah, that sounds similar to uh, the tornado that was in Manitoba in mm. two thousand. Mm. 15? Yes. I believe it was 15. Is that 15 or last year? I'm, no, I'm pretty sure it was 15. 15. Gosh, time flies. Feels like last year. Yeah. 
I'd have to double check on that one. It's been a while since I've seen anything from them on that, but I'm trying to think. That was the one that Reed and Sean were on forever, right? Yeah, they were on that. We had guys from uh, Alberta that drove there and were on that. Uh, yeah, it was quite something. And the timing of it was very interesting because it was pretty late in the day that it happened, but it was, there was just enough daylight left uh, that you could really see it. But, of course, it was on the ground for so long that it just progressively got darker <laughs> as, you, as it went on. So, yeah, it was quite, that was quite something for sure. So any plans to chase in Canada in the near future? Yeah, that'd be great. You know, I have my passport. Tammy just got her passport. Uh, so we're hoping to get up there very, very soon. We just need a, a good, a good, uh, a good enough setup and also a good enough time to get away from the day job. Uh, my day job right now is just through the roof. So it's pretty hard to get away uh, the next few weeks or so. But I think you guys do pretty good in July yet. So We'll, we'll be watching closely, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll get up there. I think you're going to have a pretty good season the way it's looking. We uh, Alberta's been showing everybody up so far this year with all of their photogenic landspouts and everything that's been happening. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We haven't added anything here for thunderstorms except for a massive shelf cloud that just appeared. When was that? In April. Out of nowhere, we had this massive shelf cloud happen, which was, wasn't much of a storm, but it was that, quite uh, interesting looking. You weren't, I was on it. You weren't with me. You okay. and I went. Yeah. We had a pra bit of a practice chase just with some false storms. Yeah, yeah. Day, but okay. uh, working out the kinks with the technology and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, we're set to go. We're just waiting for the right right setup. Once, once Alberta gets done with their all of their tornadoes. And of course, that produced the epic uh, lawnmower shot, which I'm sure you've seen. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm hoping to have the same shot now. I've actually brought a, a weed whacker. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah uh, quite fascinating how, how viral that one went. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for joining us tonight, Jesse. It's been a while since we had you on the show, so it was great to kind of catch yeah. up with you and see what's what uh, what's up and hopefully we'll talk to you soon maybe in person here yet i hope so man i really hope so uh, definitely this year I'm, I'm pushing to get back up there and see some tubes and, and chase the prairies like like the good old days all right <laughs> all right well have a good night you say you're probably chasing yet tonight uh, yeah, I might go out for some lightning kind of chasing. Nothing too crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be north of me, which brings me into Wisconsin. That's controversial. So <laughs> yeah. um, we'll see how it goes. I'm kind of watching for westward development, and hopefully it comes this way. But definitely eyeballing tomorrow. We have a low pressure on up front, and, uh, you know, you might get the right southeasterlies in the northeast quadrant, and hopefully we get that one wedge right in the notch, and boom, let's, let's, let's nail this tomorrow. I'm sick of playing these games. May piss me off. So, <laughs> all right. Well, good luck with that, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot. <laughs> all right, guys. Take care. Have a great night. You too. All right, that's Jesse Walters joining us tonight from Wisconsin. Or not Wisconsin, from Illinois. Yeah. Talking about going to Wisconsin. <laughs> Got Wisconsin on my mind now. Uh, so Stephen came in a little late, but uh, yeah. uh, I was eating food. <laughs> I figured you probably would. Uh, uh, anyways, it was a nice enough night that I figured we'd try it outside. Yeah. Didn't rain, didn't, hasn't been windy, just cloudy all day. Um, so anyways, we had that practice chase a little bit, and we've got some new equipment worked in. Uh, you got to play with the DJI Osmo, which you're really uh, 
uh, enjoying. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, um, so uh, we've got some fun things on the way. Uh, and of course, we've also got a project going on, a little bit of a side photography project with shooting 4K video with a drone, shooting different locations around the province from the air. And so what we're also looking for is just for suggestions of different, whether it's uh, landmarks or uh, types of shots, yeah, different landscape uh, views, things like that. We want to get your suggestions uh, and, and not just be kind of roaming around to our own known places. We want to get some other ideas from people who would like to see aerial shots of a certain place, and we'll do our best to try and uh, to work that in, and we'll have more details coming out about that here soon as well. Um, I can actually give a little bit of an example of what that will, uh, what we're sort of talking about when we talk about this. This is actually uh, footage captured this spring uh, around uh, Kings Park Speedway, actually, here just uh, east of Regina. Uh, this wasn't actually, we didn't actually shoot this in 4K, but this just gives you a, a taste, and it's probably not working, is it? No, it's not, that's weird. Anyways. <laughs> well, you'll have to go look it up. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to look it up. Uh, um, but anyways, so that's kind of our side project that we're working on while we're waiting for storms. Um, but once storm season gets going, what are you uh, hoping to try and do the most? Do the most? I would really like to get some good photography shots. Not just recording, but actual pictures. That's just kind of what I'm going for this season. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, it'll be screen captures of videos mostly, because, you know, like, getting pictures of lightning is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's another thing we'll be working on as yeah. well. But uh, last year, a big thing for us was 360 video. Uh, this year, we've got another tool in the toolbox with the DJI Osmo. Uh, what have your thoughts been using that? Mm, I think it really opens up a lot of avenues for cool shots with how steady it is and the gyro capability. I think that'll be really awesome and we'll get some really good footage. So you find it's kind of easier to pay attention to what's going on but still be able to achieve steady video kind of more consistently. You don't yeah. have to worry so much about what your shot yeah. looks like if you're kind of running around or yeah. looking over here. Because, like, you can really focus on, like, you don't have to, because when you're using a normal camera, you have to, like, kind of just tense up your entire body and just really slowly do all these things. Mm -hmm. And I think with the, what's it called, Osmo? There we go. Mm -hmm. With the Osmo, it kind of opens you up to more natural, fluid movements with the camera. I'm hoping it bears fruit. That tree bears fruit. Uh, we got a question on Periscope. What's your general location? SK, yes, uh, uh, absolutely. We are located uh, in Saskatchewan. And uh, you can check out our website, saskatchewanweather.ca. And uh, actually, that might have been an old question when Jesse was on. <laughs> Jesse's in Illinois, if you're, yeah. if you're still wondering. Didn't have that open the whole time. Periscope's kind of weird like that. But anyways... Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll have a full recording if you missed anything up on our YouTube channel. And uh, the audio version is available on iTunes. You can check out past episodes. We have had uh, some different episodes relating to Chaser Pond Canada, uh, guests from there uh, on as well, uh, most notably recently.
And uh, we'll hopefully get maybe one or two others in over the summer here. We'll get some more Saskatchewan chasers back on the show and talk about the season perhaps after uh, the season. Seasons, we're just kind of getting into that time of year now where things should start picking up. Uh, we don't really have the, the real energy or, or temperatures and things like that uh, that we would like to really sort of help get that going yet, uh, at least in this week. Uh, but we'll see in the next couple of weeks if things will maybe change over, uh, and we'll be out and about doing what we can with that. So anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Storm Hunters Podcast.